Hello everyone, I hope you're all doing amazing and you've been having a great week so far. This is your host Lydia Mera and welcome to I Call It Balance. Hello, hello everyone. How are we all doing? I hope you're having a great morning, a great afternoon, a great night whenever you're listening to this. I am currently sitting here recording this in the bright early morning and I am so excited to be recording this episode. I think this one's going to be a really good one. I love listening to episodes like this. So today we're going to be talking about 24 things to change your life this 2024. So we're just going to be giving 24 different things that you can do or you can take inspiration from to become a better version of yourself this 2024. I've made it a bit broad so that you can take from every point something and adapt it to your own life. So hopefully this gives you some inspiration, some motivation to add new habits or try something new or just, yeah, it's just nice to listen to these episodes. Sometimes it's just nice to get that little motivation and that kick of motivation. So first, let's just get into a little super teeny weekly update. Play 2 is finally coming back home on Thursday and I am so, so excited. I really, really, truly can't wait. I miss him so much. I feel like I just really noticed now that he's gone. It just feels so strange to not have a little animal following you around all the time and just someone that I need to take care of because I'm so used to him right now. But yeah, he is in Barcelona just because we weren't able to take him when we came back here in the December, so a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, Freddie went back and is going to get him and I'm so excited to have him back. I feel like I just miss him so, so much. Honestly, he is always barking because he's always playing, but it's okay. I still love him even though he's extremely loud. Having a dog in your house generally just makes such a big difference. So if you've been thinking about getting a dog this year, I am your sign. Let me be your sign that you should be getting a dog this year because it just changes your life completely for the better. It makes you more active. Even I feel like I now need to even go outside more, even though it's just like to get some fresh air because he needs to go or walk around the corner. I have to take him out. So that's also a really, really nice habit to implement in your life. And another little update is that it's finally starting to get warmer. I mean, I say this and it's still the middle of January, so it's very possible that in two weeks it's going to start getting freezing again because it's still February. And to be fair, it's cold here in London up until always. It's just always cold, honestly. But up until like March, no, maybe April or May that it starts getting like slightly warmer. But still, honestly, I'm just really excited so you at least not being the negatives now because I just feel like it makes my walks so much more comfortable and it makes me want to actually leave the house and go study at a cafe because otherwise just knowing that you're going to go outside and you're going to be freezing and you need so many layers, it's not really my vibe to be honest. I also have a couple of really fun events this week so I'm really excited about that and yeah other than that I had a really chill very very nice weekend with friends and going out for breakfast and yeah, just a really chill weekend, to be honest. Had a really good time. I am starting to invest more time in my weekends and I'm actually trying to just make them feel more of weekends. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just constantly working like 24-7. So I'm trying to have a little bit more space between my weekdays and my weekends. So hopefully that's something that this year we can also get better at. But I think like it is starting to get better. So really happy to be seeing that because then I actually feel way more rested on Mondays so I can actually get to work a bit better. So loving that for me. Let's start the episode with speaking about building motivation and consistency. I'm going to be talking about things that you could do. So habits you could implement or just different things that you could start doing. So 
I feel like without building motivation and consistency, speaking about all of this, it's kind of useless, if that makes sense, because, well, if we don't have that consistency and motivation, we can't really build a habit and create new pathways for us. So I think my tips on how to build this motivation and consistency and most importantly, be able to keep up with it. I think one big thing for me is visualizing. I think I spoke about this in my previous episode. I'm a huge fan of visualizing things. So I would say to visualize where you want to be. So everything that you're doing, every single purpose that you've decided for yourself and every single goal that you've set for yourself, you need to visualize at the end of it where you want to be and then maybe work backwards from there. So think about the woman that you want to be. How does she look like? How does she dress like? What does she act like? What does she think like? Who is she surrounded with? How does she react when there's a problem? These are all good questions to ask before or during the time that you are setting goals or wanting to create new habits for yourself because it's going to give you a good idea of maybe you can work backwards of, okay, so this is a woman that I want to be. So what would that woman be doing to be able to get to be that woman and to continue staying that woman. So I think that kind of works really well for me um, just because I love to visualize things and I feel like that gives me so much motivation in itself. Just even go on Pinterest and start a new board and it doesn't have to be like the 2024 vision board, but just make it a a vision board of that woman that you would want to be and it can help you visualize that and see that every single day and be like, okay, this is where I'm heading. Like, this is why I'm having the motivation. And this is why I'm having the consistency because motivation, it's not like you're going to have it every single day. So you're also going to have to add discipline to it some days because some days we just don't feel like doing things, but we have to because we know that it's better for us and we know that it's just going to make us feel so, so much better. So that's when discipline comes in. And that's when you could look at that board and get a little bit of motivation. And if you get that little spike of motivation, maybe it could just be easier. I would suggest also starting to set clear goals. And when you're setting goals, make sure that you're breaking them down because sometimes when we're creating goals, it can feel so overwhelming as in like, okay, so I have this goal and it might be a huge goal and you should still write down every single big goal that you have. So then you break them down and that way you don't feel lost on how to get there and you break them down as little as you think you're gonna need so in that way when you're working every single day towards that goal you don't feel like it's overwhelming you You don't feel like it's like oh but it feels so huge to achieve I don't even know what this step is or I might know the first step but I don't know the second step so just break it down as much as you need to in much detail as possible this is all just for you so you can just keep this in your journal keep this in your diary in your computer anywhere that you store all your goals or everything that you write down and that is going to also help you with following through with what you're actually going to be doing and remember also to always start small if you have to you know nothing happens overnight the small steps that will add up and make big steps and that's what's more important because sometimes starting small is what's going to give us that motivation and that helping you build that discipline to be able to be consistent with it so that's also super important then creating accountability with someone else can also be a huge thing for some people if you have a partner if you live with a friend if you live with family or if you just have a friend that has some goals similar to you for example maybe you and your friend want to start doing swimming lessons and you guys say okay Every single week, we're going to go twice a week to do swimming at 7 a.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that's just going to help you be accountable because if it reaches Monday morning, uh, Monday night, and you're like, oh, I don't really want to go, 
you can call that friend and then she'll be like, oh, come on, let's do it, whatever. So sometimes accountability can really, really help. So someone to keep you on your toes, be checking on you, giving you that extra motivation, that can be really, really nice. Then also make sure that you put yourself in an environment where you're going to be successful because that's also such an important thing. For example, if you are someone that, you know, for right now doesn't truly enjoy working out, you haven't found what you like, or sometimes you're just so tired in the morning and you're not a morning person, but you have to go to your work at 8 a.m. So you have to get up at 6 a.m. if you want to get a workout in. So I would suggest, for example, laying out your workout clothes the night before, because then the next morning you're giving yourself an environment for you to be successful in because all you need to do is get out of bed your workout clothes are right there you just need to slip them on and take yourself to your workout class take yourself to the living room sit in your mat and do that video another thing that could work better for you if that's your case would be setting a weekly schedule for yourself in that way when you wake up you know what workout you're going to be doing or even if you just plan it the night before you know what workout you're going to be doing you know what you're going to be wearing super easy all you need to do is show up in the living room If, for example, you don't want to leave the house, you can do that. Just show up in the living room. You're going to get a workout and it's going to be as effective. So just all you need to do is show up and that just helps. So it's surrounding yourself with things that are going to make you successful, making life easier, maybe the night before for you to be successful. It's also super important to find that intrinsic motivation. So you need to also identify your personal reasons for why you're pursuing those goals. So... This motivation can be driven by personal satisfaction, your passion, and all of this will be more enduring than the external factors. So a huge one for this is to journal and to think about and reflect as to why you're having the goals you're having. And that will also give you that inner motivation we're talking about to also then pair up with the with the external motivation and join together and give you that motivation and consistency that you want to achieve at the end. And lastly, my last tip is to take breaks. So this is so, so, so important. It's just to avoid burnout and it's a way to refresh your mind to help you stay focused. Without a break, you won't be able to maintain that motivation. You won't be able to stay focused. You'll start getting foggy. You'll start getting tired. So it's so, so important to let your body rest, let your mind rest to be able to then continue doing what you're doing. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about building this motivation and consistency, I want to go into the 24 points that I have written down for you guys. So point number one, we have listening to educational podcasts. I think for me, listening to educational podcasts has been such a great thing. It's such a great thing to put on while you're cleaning the house, while you're doing some chores, while you're going out for a walk. I think sometimes we just don't want to be in silence and this is a great way to do it if you feel like you have time to kill and you just want to listen to something educational I think it's always so 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 interesting so I do have a couple of recommendations for you guys to listen to so the first one I wrote down is the diary of a CEO this is a podcast by Stephen Bartlett who is a young entrepreneur and what he does in this podcast is that he interviews highly influential people so experts thinkers And they just share their lessons and important insights with the purpose of making people's lives just more enjoyable, more successful and more fulfilled. I would highly recommend this one. This is a really interesting one. And once again, they have a variety of episodes. So some of them are probably just not for you at all, but some of them are. And they do post quite a lot. So it's always super interesting and you always can find something that is going to be suitable for you. Then I have the podcast call her daddy this is one of my all-time favorites i have been listening to this forever some of the episodes are really really interesting just interviewing different people that are also very highly successful on different topics and she also just has fun episodes to listen to but 
more importantly, some of her episodes are really inspiring and they're also super educational. So I would highly recommend this podcast as well. Then we have the Huberman Lab. He is a neuroscientist. He's also a professor at Stanford University. And he just discusses neuroscience and science-based tools, including how our brain and its connections with the organs of our body control our perceptions, our behaviors, and our health, as well as existing and emerging tools for measuring and changing how our nervous system works. This is definitely something super, super interested. I'm really passionate about science and talking about the science behind things, science behind motivation, science behind all of these things that make us productive or just everything in general based on our health as well, which is also so important. If we're not healthy, we're also not going to be able to be mentally performing at the level we want to. So this is super, super interesting podcast to listen to. Once again, not every episode might be for you, but definitely you're going to be able to find something that's interesting. And then finally, I have written down the Tim Ferriss show. He's also an entrepreneur and an author, and he has a podcast. He's very well known for the books that he has of like four-hour self-help book series, the four-hour work week, the four-hour body, and the four-hour chef. The four-hour chef is one that I want to read. I need to go purchase that or download it for my Audible because I think that, was, that one's going to be super, super interesting. And yeah, all of these just focus on optimizing your lifestyle to the best of your abilities. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it and maybe even reading his books. Okay, moving on to point number two. I have written down, have a morning routine. I have spoken about this so many times and I'm going to say it again. Having a morning routine is so important. Having a routine in general is just essential. I feel like that just helps you keep accountability with yourself. It helps develop a relationship with yourself that you are showing yourself that you are going to show up for yourself. You can have a morning routine and every day show up for it in the best way possible. So every single day you might have something to do. Perhaps one day you have to do some work before you even go to work. So you're not going to have time to meditate and read, but you just scrap that, but you still do the other things on your morning routine. And you know that sometimes you have to prioritize other things. But at the end of the day, it's knowing that you have that routine, knowing that you have all those steps that you know that are going to make you feel your best self. So that when you go to your job, when you go to your classes, you know that you're feeling the best that you can mentally and you are ready to be focused because you have taken care of yourself in that morning. And... It's just, I think for me personally and for everyone that I've spoken to, it's a game changer to genuinely have a routine. And that brings me into point number three of having an evening routine. I think this one is also so important. Once again, the evening routine really goes into the morning routine. So it's going to help you prepare for that morning routine. And it's also going to prepare you for your sleep and, you know, making sure that you're resting, making sure that you're winding down. So letting go of all of the energy and all of the bad things that you sucked up during the day and just letting that go, relaxing, being in your space, making yourself a really nice meal to end the day and just showing yourself and giving yourself the space to relax because you are worthy of that relaxation and you need that relaxation and your body needs to know that it needs that relaxation to be able to then show up the next morning. And with that, once again, I go into my point number four, which is getting enough sleep. I cannot recommend this enough. I have always prioritized my sleep. And that's something that I know makes me feel so, so good. When I don't get enough sleep, I am no, I am not a nice person. I'm just not a nice person. Lydia is not happy. And you will not want to be around her if I don't get enough sleep, to be honest. But yeah, so that's something I really prioritize. I prioritize getting eight to nine hours of sleep. That works so well for me. Some people just need seven hours of sleep. Some people just need six. But for me, eight to nine hours works perfectly. And I make sure that I prioritize and set my routine around that because I know that's what works for me. Getting enough sleep is amazing for your metabolism. It's amazing for, obviously, your brain health. It's important for recovery when you're an active person. It's important for you to 
perform better. It's just obviously important for absolutely everything. And as well as a woman, managing and balancing your hormones, getting enough sleep is super, super important for our cycle health as well. Now, point number five, drinking enough water. This is also so important, something that I started doing recently as well. Make it easy as well for you to drink enough water. It's so, so important and it's so easy to just forget to drink water during the day. So I would highly suggest making it easier for you. For example, buying an ice water bottle that you really like. All of these things make a difference and it's just going to make you drink more water. Then let that be it. I highly recommend the Stanley Cup. I got one recently and it does make you drink so much water. For me, I love drinking out of a straw. I think it just makes it easier to drink water. Also make your water taste better if that's what you want. You can put some lemon you can put some cucumber you can put anything you type of fruit you want you can put mint and strawberry that could also be really nice little bit of orange slices anything to make it taste a little better because sometimes i know just drinking water can be a little bit boring or maybe just put some ice i love putting ice i think that's something that's really nice point number six is getting sunlight first thing in the morning this is something that huberman speaks a lot of and i think that it's really really true i think it just makes you feel so much better uh, one of the things I like is the sunrise alarm that helps a lot during the winter days when I get up at six, seven, and it's still super dark outside. The sunrise alarm just kind of mimics the sun. Obviously, it's not the same, but it just helps. And then I will get downstairs to walk Plato or just take myself downstairs or take yourself to the window. But it is much better if you can genuinely actually go outside and take like a five minute walk, even with your coffee, with whatever it is that you have in your hand just go there and dedicate five minutes to just getting a bit of sun getting a bit of air that first thing in the morning it just helps you with your hormones it's definitely a game changer he has an episode all about this so make sure you listen to that number seven we have practice mindfulness and gratitude slash affirmations this is so important i feel like we forget sometimes to just be mindful of everything we have around us we forget to be grateful for everything we have around us and that is such an important skill to perfect, in my opinion, just waking up and being grateful. You can do this at any time of the day of just taking a couple of breaths. You can do guided um, mindfulness, guidance, gratitude practices, and or you can just write in your journal affirmations every single day. Like the five minute journal has a place for you to write three affirmations, I believe. So that's a good one to get if you want to start doing that it kind of just brings you back down to earth and it just reminds you of those little things that you also need to be grateful for and it just sets a better tone in your brain already it just sets you up for positivity and making sure that you start that day with a positive outlook on life rather than a negative one a stressed out one an overwhelmed one I think it's just those little things that add up and end up end up helping us for number eight I have have a mind dump journal it's so important to be able to have a place where you can just write everything down I feel like during the day obviously we're constantly thinking constantly thinking of new things there's such information overload and sometimes you just feel so crowded like your brain there's so much information so for me personally it also really helps to just write things down have a place where I can just mind up everything that I've been thinking any ideas that I've been having and then you can go and organize that mind up journal sometime else but at least just have a place where you can just write everything and get it out of your head so that you don't have to feel overwhelmed number nine i have start a journal or a diary this can just be a little place for you to write you can do a challenge with yourself maybe try write a page every day maybe try write a few sentences every day once again you might need to start small that's something that i need to do i want to get into journaling really bad and i know that I don't have to be writing a page every single day. So all I'm telling myself is that I just need to show up to the journal 
and just pick up my pen and write one sentence. If that's all I can write that day, that's okay because it's important that I just show up and build that consistency of getting to my desk or you can even do it in bed. Number 10, I have writing down weekly slash monthly goals and then also quarterly year goals. And with this, it's also really important to check. So if you want to write down your goals every single Sunday and then go through them, that's also really important to come back to them, reflect and see what happened during the week that you weren't able to achieve them or what happened during the week that you were able to achieve more than you thought you were going to. So it's all of these things. When you're writing things down, it's really important to then come back and reflect so that you can either be better or continue being that person and seeing what was made you being successful that you can keep on doing. This will also just help you keep accountable with yourself. Keep in check that you're actually working towards those goals that you have that you've set for your quarterly so your q1 your q2 you're working for them for the end of year goals it's just a good way to keep track that you are working for every single week and every single month number 11 develop a good skincare routine or start one if you don't have one yet and also a shower routine as part of your self-care ritual i am a firm believer of just having a small skincare routine and that's completely fine you don't need to have a 20 thousand steps skincare routine to call it a skincare routine it's just a good habit to show up there and show up for your skin and take care of your skin and also the same thing with your shower your body is also so precious and you need to take care of it have things that are going to make you excited to go in there like maybe buy a body soap that smells so so good so you just love getting in the shower you love exfoliating then putting that body body soap and then coming out and putting your favorite lotion and it just makes you feel so good so feminine and just so amazing and then putting your matching pajama set sets you up perfect for your evening routine number 12 i have reading every day or just a couple of times a week just depends what kind of goal you set up for yourself i feel like reading is so so good whether it's fiction or non-fiction you want to also read a self-help book but i love reading i feel like it sets such a good tone to my morning i like doing that before i even turn on my phone turn on anything so i have no distractions and i can be fully present in the book and fully present in the moment i feel like it's really just such a calming way to start the day or such a calming way to also end the night i also love doing it before i go to bed so be Instead of being on my phone, I'd love to get a couple of pages in. Number 13, I have reducing screen time. So this just goes with what I was saying. Do things that are going to help you reduce your screen time, such as reading a book, finding a new hobby, writing in your journal, just different things that are going to help you reduce that screen time. Because sometimes, let's be honest, we don't need to be scrolling on our phones the whole time. It can just get a bit, bit too much and it can drain us. Number 14, I have eat unprocessed and more whole foods. So start investing in better food products. So when you go to the store, start investing into buying a couple of things more than you used to in buying organic. Um, looking also at the back of your, the ingredients. So whenever you're buying something that is packaged, I personally like to look at the ingredient list. I don't do this all the time. Obviously, it's all about balance and it's okay. But I genuinely just prefer to eat things that I can actually read what is in the ingredient list. I think I just, I'm really wary and mindful of what goes into my body. And I just like to feed it with good things, which is why I also just prefer having whole foods and eating everything unprocessed, making things myself if I'm craving something. So... I think it's really important to start looking at the back of those ingredient lists. There's so many things that just have so many unnecessary additives that are not good for us in the long term. And also, once again, as women, it's so important to balance our hormones and to work with our cycles. And all of these additives are just not helping us at all. Number 15, I have finding a workout routine and finding an exercise that you love. This is so, so important. This has been a game changer for me. I've always spoken about this. Finding a workout routine is essential. 
it's just going to help you want to show up to that workout and it's going to show you that you can move your body doing something that you love and it doesn't have to be a chore it doesn't have to be something that's going to drain you it doesn't have to be exercise is not only something that's going to make you sweat and exhausted and ruin the day it can be something that is so gentle but you're still really practicing exercise you're still getting toned you're still getting all of the exercise benefits but the good thing is that you're not exhausting yourself so yeah definitely recommend for example starting pilates starting yoga anything like that that is gentle maybe going to a bar class doing some swimming all of these workouts i feel like are so so good as well for the soul number 16 i have cycle syncing cycle syncing is something relatively new for me as well which I do try and pay attention to. Sometimes it can be a bit complicated, but as I learn more about it, it's starting to become a bit more intuitive to me. So that's good. But but yeah, definitely something that's honestly really important for me, just balancing my hormones. And through this, I have actually started to feel so, so, so much better. I used to have such horrible period pains. And I feel like since I started cycle syncing, since, since I started taking care of my health more and, and started eating better, all of my symptoms have literally gone away. I have I cannot remember the last time that I had a period with really, really bad cramping. Sometimes I will need a little heating pad just because I'm a bit uncomfortable, but it will never be that pain that I had before. And yeah, I feel like my PMSing is so, so, so much better. So definitely recommend looking at cycle syncing. There is so much information out there and that is amazing. And yeah, once again, start small, start learning about it and then see if you can start incorporating it. Number 17, I have going for walks outside. I try and go for a little walk every single day, even if it's just five minutes, especially with Plato, it's so much easier because I know that I have to take him out. So I just go around the block and take him out and that, like that, I will get some fresh air. And then I like to go on my 30 minutes, one hour long walks just to get a few more steps in. And to be honest, I just do it because it makes me feel so, so good. There are times that I just crave going outside because I know that when I get back, I'm going to have so much energy. Sometimes I'll feel so sluggish and then I'll go for my walk. I'll do my workout and I feel so, so, so much better. So generally, I recommend going outside. It can be a time for you to just be with yourself, for you to listen to your audiobook, listen to a podcast, listen to anything. You can also call someone you love. It's so nice to also be talking to someone, catching up to someone. I usually like to catch up with my mom and it just makes the walk go so much faster. And yeah, it's just a great time to spend time with people that you can't physically be with or also invite other people to go and walk with you. I think that's also super, super fun. I like to invite Fred a lot, but sometimes, you know, sometimes he doesn't want to come, but I love it when he comes. Super nice company. So yeah, definitely try doing that. Number 18, we have cleaning up after ourselves. This is so important. I feel like just every time there's a little chore, if we just clean up after ourselves, it's going to help make things be less stressful for us. So for example, if we're changing or we're trying to find an outfit, let's just set literally two minutes to put all the clothes that we picked out back in the closet and the mess won't accumulate and I just feel like that is such a good thing to set for yourself once you come home from grocery shopping pack your groceries it literally takes two to five minutes and it just makes a world of a difference number 19 we have setting boundaries so important to set boundaries with every single person in your life setting boundaries for yourself this is so important just for your mental well-being and just for yourself because you are also worthy of having boundaries. Just like you would tell any single person that you love that they need to have boundaries, it's also critical for you to have those boundaries and really be able to show up for yourself that way. Number two, and we have starting a hobby that you enjoy. It can be anything. It can be you've been wanting to try something new. You've been wanting to go to a party class. You've been wanting to 
start doing some candles at home. It can just be anything that you've been wanting to try and do. Maybe dedicating some time to do that. And I feel like that can just be so therapeutic. 21, do a weekly house reset and have a decluttering day once a month. I feel like this is also so, so important. I like to do a Sunday like reset. Sometimes I'll do it on Monday, to be honest, just because on the weekend I do like to relax. But it's nice to do in the weekend and then kind of have the Monday to have a fresh, clean start. And also so important to just declutter your closet and get rid of those things that you don't want anymore. Give into charity. So nice to do something like that. <clears throat> so yeah, just make sure that you keep your clean, your space clean. It's just going to help in so many ways. Number 22, going on dates with yourself. This can mean going on coffee shop dates, going to the cinema alone, going on a little shopping date, going to get your nails done, going to get your hair done, or just taking yourself to a coffee shop, getting yourself a coffee. It can be exploring a new area. For example, here in London, it's just, there's so many areas to explore. I feel like you can go anywhere and you're going to find a super cute coffee shop. You're going to find a new, super cute new park. So just exploring, I feel like that's so, so wholesome. And just going with yourself. You don't need to go with other people. If they're not available, you can still go through with it for number 23 we have invest time in a small circle of friends quality of friends and letting go of friends that no longer serve you slash don't support you or only get back to you or only talk to you when things are convenient i feel like this year and we say this every year but it's time to let go of those people that you feel like are no longer serving you and you feel like you're always having to put in the effort and they're not putting any effort back it's time for you to surround yourself with people that truly care about you that truly love you and that truly want you to succeed and that are supporting absolutely everything that you're doing i think it's just so much nicer for me at least to have a small circle of friends and be able to give those friends way more attention than if you were having like 20 friends i don't know i feel personally i just thrive with a small circle of friends and that's just what I like and what works better for me. As I've come to grow up, I feel like I've realized that that's just so much more important. And then finally, we have number 24, which is celebrate yourself more. I feel like this goes so unseen. It is so important to celebrate yourself more. It's so important to, you know, once you're writing those goals and once you're reflecting on them and you see that you're achieving things, celebrate that with yourself. Plan little celebrations for yourself. And make sure that you are feeling celebrated because you deserve to feel celebrated. You deserve you deserve to realize that your hard work is paying off. And that's amazing. And that just shows yourself that, you know, you are working to be the best version of yourself. You're working to be the best person that you can be, the best friend that you can be, the best sister, the best brother, the best auntie, the best mom, anything that you are, you are working to be that person. And it's so important to keep telling yourself and reminding yourself that you are worth being celebrated, that you can actually achieve things and that then you will have a celebration because that's what you deserve. The same thing with other people. We love to celebrate others. So we would love to, we should love to celebrate ourselves. Even if it's just like a little thing, like you were able to achieve something that you didn't think you were going to be able to, even if it's the smallest thing, maybe you have a little bit of social anxiety. I feel like I've developed some, a little bit of social anxiety. So if going somewhere with other people in a group setting is something that makes you really nervous, once you show up and once you're done, or if you have a presentation in school or something and that makes you really nervous, once you're done, go out and celebrate yourself. Treat yourself to a coffee, treat yourself to a little croissant, to a pan chocolat, to a little breakfast, something small, but still, it's still a celebration because you really do deserve to be celebrated. Okay, you guys, that's a wrap for my 24 things that could change your life. This 2024, 
um, by no means. You have to do all 24. I will not be doing all 24. But these are just ideas that you can just do once in a while or maybe just take as inspiration to add to your morning routine, to your evening routine, or to add to your weekend routine. I love listening to these type of episodes. So I thought that maybe you guys would like something like this as well. Yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing rest of your week, and I will see you all next week on Wednesday. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening.